Art, in its widest sense, is the extension of the personality, a host of artificial limbs. Hello and welcome to episode 471, I believe, of Under the Cull of MS. Better mark that down because I don't know if I'm right on that, but pretty sure. Uh, today's going to be a little bit of comics, not much. I just got two little things, uh, and then a little bit of health stuff and whatever else we decide to talk about. That was a quote by Herbert Reed. And I'm going to give you a little, little teaser thing here. Let's, nah. Okay, got my page back. Okay, today's September 29th. September is over. Uh, September from the Latin word septem, septem, seven, because this had been the seventh month of the early Roman calendar is what they said back in the day. This is from the Farmer's Almanac. And the puzzle of the month for this month was name a bird whose name contains the name of another bird. And I'll give that answer later in the show, if you want to know. Uh, but, yeah. You can... Uh, uh, I just go over some... I get these farmer's almanacs, so I figure what the hell, just bring up the things for the months. Every time I get them, just go through them, but... Let's see, they're talking about frosty nights in the forecast. If temperatures hit below 32, of course, that's freezing temperatures. So, uh, Things you can do. Frost protection is especially important for tender plants such as geraniums, begonias, impatiens, peppers, and tomatoes if you have any of that stuff left. And it is then just beginning of fall and the summer, it's... A lot of stuff should be out of your gardens, but some things are still in there. And you might want to keep them in the ground for a little while longer. You can cover your plants with frost cloths or other insulators, including newspaper, straw, old sheets and bedspreads or evergreen branches. Avoid plastic covers and use cloth sheets instead. I'm guessing because of the moisture, moldiness content that could happen. Cover the whole plant. You're trying to retain radiated heat. Uh, And if you don't know, there is a big difference between straw and hay. Straw is useless. You use it for decoration. You use it for bow and arrow target practice, stuff like that. You can use it for bedding your animals, putting in your dog houses, all that, all those type of things. Uh, but hay is what the animals eat and straw is just, just filler. And, uh, be careful though. If you put like straw bales up close to your house or you like to insulate your house with straw bales, uh, just remember, critters like to keep warm too, and they will burrow in there and make homes. And 
squirrels like it, mice like it, moles, uh, coons, all kinds of critters will take advantage of it if you have it out in your against your nice warm house, especially near your heating vent by where your dryer vent comes out. Uh, that's like warm air for them. And <laughs> they like that in winter time. They'd like to keep warm too, you know. Uh, it's best to have all covers in place well before sunset, drape loosely to allow for air circulation before you cover the plants in the late afternoon or early evening. Water your plants lightly, which you'd be surprised about because you would think ice, freezing, stuff like that, but it actually, if it keeps it warm enough where it doesn't freeze underneath your protective layer, then you get yourself some extra added moisture going into the plant also keep the plant happy and alive uh, plants should be mulched but pull the mulch back from the root of the plant remove the covers by mid-morning in the fall the first frost is often followed by a prolonged period of frost-free weather cover tender flowers and veg veggies and fro on frosty nights and you may be able to enjoy extra weeks of gardening in late fall, spread a heavy layer of newspaper topped off by fall leaves, and you're raking your yards anyways instead of hauling the shit and wasting plastic bags and all that stuff. Use them in your yard if you can. Uh, but put newspapers down, top it off with fall leaves over a portion of a carrot, parsnip, beet, rutabaga row to allow those root crops to overwinter in the soil without freezing. So that's another key little tip if you want long time veggie stuff, but we'll get to the comics. We'll get to some more of that other shit later. But all I had for comics that I got read since the last ones was from free comic book day. I don't know. This was probably a few years ago. I'm guessing. I uh, well, 2021, so it would have been last year's pre-comic book day, probably. But this is Allergic from Megan Wagner-Lloyd and Michelle Me-Nutter. It's a graphics imprint of Scholastic Comic. Um, all Maggie really wants is a puppy. And, ah, ah, ah. Achoo! At home, Maggie is the odd one out. Her parents are preoccupied with getting ready for a new baby. Her younger brothers are twins and always in their own world. Maggie loves animals and thinks a new puppy to call her own is the answer. But when she goes to select one on her birthday... She breaks out in hives and rashes. She's severely allergic to anything with fur. Can Maggie outsmart her allergies and find the perfect pet? It's got illustrations by Michelle Mee Nutter. Megan Wagner Lloyd uses inspiration from her own experiences with allergies to tell a heartfelt story of family, friendship, and finding a place to belong. This was a fun little teaser story of her trying to get her first puppy and finding out that she can't because of pet dander and 
puppy pee and <laughs> animal hair and all that stuff. She just her body does not like it. So she has to come up with a new style uh, for her uh, a new type of pet, a new critter, like maybe a snake, a turtle, who knows? But yeah, that was a fun little teaser. I'd read read the regular story if I came across it. I like when they do these things. If you have any type of conditions, health conditions, and you can write a story about it, it helps others that have that condition. It makes a fun way to look at what you did to help yourself along the way to get beyond some of the irritable parts of that condition if you were able to. And they'll learn from you from that, and you can help them maybe keep away the anxiety and fear of some of the things that come along with chronic diseases and conditions like shots and different types of medications and surgeries and all that. So you might be able to make someone feel at ease, and that's a good thing. Help them out. You might not have had that, but you have the ability to do it, so try that out. Next up, we have Pop Star Assassin. Uh, it says it must be from Sumerian. Which I don't know if I remember seeing that name before. Uh, we have Ed Lavalee is the creator writer. Marcelo Basile is the artist. And Ed Dukin, Dukeshire does letters in this. Uh I have no freaking idea what I read. <laughs> they say in the back, it says a lysergic trip to the center of American con- conspiranoia. This was a lot like a Quentin Tarantino film. Uh, oh my God, come on. Very popular. Uh, Samuel Jackson, Travolta, uh, yeah, you all know you're all screaming it at me right now. Basically, I felt like that. And we have people that are in trouble, people with, uh, people controlling other people, treating ladies like crap, uh, Torturing people for stealing from them or causing trouble in their organizations. We have characters with artificial limbs. Apparently there's some type of special limb access and stuff that you can't, if you get seen with it, you can get in trouble from other people. And there's other people hunting you down to get the pieces then you just end up chopped up and they steal your artificial limbs and all that stuff. It's more mechanical style limbs, arms and legs. Uh, Yeah, you got people that are being punished for stealing from their boss and killing 
someone they weren't exposed to and all those type of things. Just the standard gangster storyline of people doing corrupt things and destroying other people's lives because of it. And we also get an interesting little rabbit flashback, a rabbit holding a samurai sword, some giant rabbit character holding a samurai sword and an Elvis Presley characters. Basically all the things you get in Hollywood when they make these stupid flicks. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I just don't get into them as much as I used to, but I'm sure this is a decent story, but I could not understand what the hell I read. I I could not get latched on to any certain people that made me want to know more about them. I had no feelings for people that were being taken off to get slaughtered or killed or whatever, just tortured um i didn't care about any of them i couldn't couldn't find a single character in this whole book that drew me in uh the reason i have no idea how i got this well it doesn't help that i noticed in the bottom right hand corner 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 it says part two and then one next to it and then i flip on the inside it doesn't give me a layout of actual number, numbering system or anything, so that doesn't help. So yeah, they not only make the issuing highly confusing, but yeah, oh. I just do not know what the heck that was that I read. So (laughs) if you want to check it out, check it out. See if it grabs you. But I just didn't get nothing out of it. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned the Invitation movie me and the wife went to. Again, we were lucky. We were the only ones in the theater. And it's kind of like... a look into some deeper aspects of the Bram Stoker style Dracula type world. Uh, Those characters, a different look at the families that are involved and uh, mean some new interesting characters. We have a girl that's part of a unique family and she didn't know it after she lost her mother and the last person that she cared about and her and her friend are just living life and all of a sudden she found out that she does have some other family she looked at her down deep into her family tree her bloodline stuff and found out that she was part of a pretty unique pretty interesting family has lots of money uh, so she happens to meet up with a sibling of hers and they invite her to a wedding that's up and coming and 
I'd love to spoil some things for it, but I don't want to. But if you like the Bram Stoker Dracula world, I'm sure you'll enjoy this movie. It's called The Invitation. Uh, I did not know what it was. I told my wife, don't tell me what it's about. But then she said, it's about vampires and stuff. And I'm like, damn it, it's just going to ruin it for me. <laughs> now I'm going to be thinking about things that I expect out of it. But, yeah, it was good not knowing anything going into this and learning about it. Then we had Clerks 3, a uh, friend from the Crimson Color Comic Club podcast, was going to see a second viewing of it in a close town close to us. And I'm like, yeah, what the hell? I was, had the availability, so I went with them, went up and checked it out. Went to a theater that's a newer theater for the town, but interior, it was like fold-down chairs that you see at a high school sporting event or something like that. It's just pretty shitty uh, seating after being spoiled with the nice recliner seating that we get at the other theaters we go to. Uh, We sat there... We were, us and two other people were the only ones in that theater, which is awesome. They have a nice hallway full of marquee-style picture uh, movie posters and stuff. That looks nice, but the rest of that building needs a whole revamp. But Clerks 3 was... A lot of fun is just like I expected. I I love Clerks. That's probably one of my favorite. That and Mallrats are my top two Kevin Smith films. Uh, but this was a nice retelling, revamping of the whole Clerks thing. Bringing everybody back making it based on Randall having a heart attack, which isn't a spoiler because they have that in the uh, previews and all that stuff. So I liked it. I just did not. There was something that I didn't expect. So that was, it was, it was good not knowing all that stuff, but yeah, it's, I say if you like the Kevin Smith franchise, definitely check it out. Clerks 3 was a blast. Uh, then we were supposed to have the Milwaukee Mighty Con. I was supposed to go to that last Saturday. Well, Thursday we went to Clerks. Friday I had a heart-related <laughs> episode. Uh, felt like complete and utter crap. Blood pressure was all over the fucking place. Uh I went a full body seizures four different times Friday and Saturday. And so we ended up canceling going to mighty con, but thankfully I contacted the company and they're like, yeah, you can use your tickets anytime because I pre-bought my tickets so I can use them for the next one. That's no problem. 
because you're not buying the tickets for an actual date. You're just buying Mighty Con tickets. So I can use them at any one, I guess. Uh, so that's nice. I'll get to the next one. This one didn't have a ton of stuff. Any special people I really wanted to see, but yet I'm seeing uh, two of the people from the Crimson Call Comic Club made it to the con, and I seen some things in the some artwork and stuff that I seen that they've posted that I'm like, oh, yep, I want that. <laughs> So, but I can get all that stuff right from those people's websites because they put up the information to check those people out. So I will do that and get the things I want. And that is, that will work. Um, I would have been really bummed if like Art Balthazar or someone we knew was going to be there like the last one and I couldn't have made it. But instead we spent, me and the wife. My wife. <laughs> I know it's annoying, but I can't not say it when I say it. Uh, it's kind of like a little bit of Tourette's in my body on certain things I have to say. Um, we spent a f- couple of hours just in the town where my hospital was because I didn't want to go to the emergency room because that's $100 out of pocket. That I didn't have that would have had it. Well, I had it, but I had it for the con, not for going to a stupid hospital. <laughs> but every time I go in for these type of related items, it usually ends up being MS related and they can't figure it out. And so uh, we just drove around. I said, if I, if my numbers, if my blood pressure hit the 200 mark, I would have definitely. Went right to the emergency room. Instead, we did that, came home. I just rested the rest of the day. And come Sunday, I was a little bit better and just ended up saying, screw it. I'm going to ride this out. I did some medication changes, contacted my PCP, my cardiologist, told them what was up. And we got things from them I had to do. And then we got it all. All somewhat figured out, and now this week I'm doing uh, back to the as normal as I can be. Uh, Discovery Plus, been checking out all those Star Trek things and enjoying them, which I'm not a Trekkie, but I'm slowly becoming one. But uh, right now I'm vegging just on mainly on the lower decks because I'm trying to get caught up to uh, the Word Balloon podcast where they do the lower decks pod every week and i'd like to join in on it but i want to know what the hell i'm talking about and get caught up with them they're on like season three i'm still on season one so i'll probably get caught up by the time this season ends i'll have to wait till next season to join in on the convo but we'll see what happens um other than that I don't know, the news, in the news, you got dumbasses, reporters that are standing out in hurricanes, holding on to stop signs and road sign poles that are bent over that have sharp spear-like 
ends broken off them and these idiots are just standing out there can't walk or move and getting blown away and they're just hanging on to these things and getting hit by branches and sticks it's like yeah that's that's a real smart intelligent thing being a news person to televise so kids can see and it's like hey let's go play in the hurricane it's okay for them to do it and then all of a sudden you got kids getting stabbed by i mean i've seen car windshields get pierced by a single uh, strand of corn, uh, a corn stalk, uh, a piece of hay, straw. I've seen pictures of those pierced right through a glass window and stuff. It's like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, you can stand, you can be in a vehicle, you can be in a building, you can take pictures of the freaking outside, seeing you blowing around, with the chance to die. I mean, that's just ignorance. That is complete and utter ignorance being a newscaster. They should have been fired for that. My opinion. I know. I'm getting old. That's just fucking dumb because some kid's going to see that. They're going to be like, oh, let's go take our toys. Let's go take our, our water toys out and go float around in the air and play in the rain. It's like, yeah. Dumbasses. <laughs> if it's your job, fine, but it's not your job as a newscaster to stand in a freaking hurricane. You can view it from afar and still get the imagery. You can get better imagery because all we got to see was some dumbass flinging around in the air, almost flying off. Now, news just pisses me off. It's just always, always full of so much crap. We got. Women cutting their hair for protest right now in one country. It's like, what does that really serve? Cutting your hair doesn't do shit. And then they just chop it all goofy. Like, you want to cut your hair? Why don't you just cut it at the top and donate it to Locks of Love? So some poor little kid that's got cancer that's freaked out because they have no hair on their head, they can have a freaking wig. To wear. No, that's a, I'm going to chop it up and say, this is going to save my country. No, it's not going to do shit. You want to do something? Get on the freaking political steps and start telling them what the hell you want, what the hell you're looking for. Don't sit there and just defigure yourself, deform yourself. Just, I don't know. People are <laughs> insane. Uh, this world. It's so ass backwards. We're never going to get it right. All right. Is there anything other than the September stuff? How to predict frost when the sky seems very full of stars? Expect frost. (laughs) Says weather lore. If it has been a glorious day with a clear sky and low humidity, chances are that temperatures will drop enough at night to cause frost. Well, that's two different views. So <laughs> basically says that every day of your life you get, could get frost. That don't make sense. Uh, they get all these fruits and vegetables. Basically, the critical low temperatures are anywhere from 26 degrees to looks like 32. Or the critical temperature degrees, that's obvious. That's not really a big thing I mean 
you're not going to know if it's going to change a few degrees. You can't stand out there with the thermostat up your, <laughs> up by your vegetables. Uh, what causes leaves to change colors? First of all, not all leaves turn vivid colors in the fall. Only a few of our many species of deciduous trees, notably maple, aspen, oak, and gum, produce stellar performance for annual autumn spectacular in North America. Uh, things that contribute to the color change is temperature, precipitation, soil moisture, but the main agent is light, or actually the lack of it. The amount of daylight relates to the timing of the autumn equinox. As autumn days grow shorter, the reduced light triggers chemical changes in deciduous plants. The combination of reduced light, lack of nutrients, and no water add up to the death of the pigment chlorophyll, the green, in leaves. Once the green is gone, two other pigments show their bright faces. They are carotene, which is yellow, and anthocyanin, which is red, exist in the leaf of all some exist in the leaf all summer, but are masked by the chlorophyll. The browns in autumn leaves are the result of tannin, a chemical that exists in many leaves, especially oaks. So yeah, sugar trapped in autumn leaves is rarely is largely responsible for the vivid color. Some additional anthocyanins are also manufactured by sunlight acting on the trapped sugar. This is why the foliage is so sparkling after several several bright fall days and more pastel during the rainy days. Interesting. But that's enough stuff for that. I'll get you your answer when we come right back in the second segment right after this. All right. We're back for the month of September. Puzzle of the month. Name a bird whose name contains the name of another bird. Blue Jay, Robin, Robin, and Roadrunner, <laughs> Wiley Coyote. I don't know. I can't. I didn't think that one over at all. Chickadee, Goldfinch. Goldfinch? A finch is a, another... I'm going to go with goldfinch. Let's see. Nope. The answer is meadowlark. So what do you get out of it? A lark? So you got meadowlark's one bird, then the other bird must be a lark. I don't know. I think my goldfinch and finch... Work out because you got zebra finches, you got all kinds of finches. But, yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to the health portion of the show. Let's see. Let's look at what are multiple sclerosis spinal lesions. Let's take a deeper look at those. 
multiple sclerosis, MS, it's an immune-mediated disease that causes the body to attack the central nervous system. Central nervous system includes the brain, the spinal cord, and the optic nerves. Basically, all your shit that operates everything to keep you moving and going, feeling. Uh, Misdirected inflammatory response progressively strips nerve cells of a protective coating called myelin. Myelin coats the nerve fibers from the brain along the spinal cord and to the rest of the body. In addition to protecting the nerve cells, the myelin coating facilitates nerve transmission signals or impulses. The resulting decrease in myelin leads to the symptoms of of MS. The way I like to look at it is consider your body your home. You have electrical wiring going through your complete entire home, going to each different room. The mice went and rats went crazy and just gnawed the shit out of the wires. So there's open frayed wires everywhere. Signals aren't going where they're supposed to go. Your attic, you can, I represent like the brain, the basements. Basically, your feet and work your way out. You got your bathrooms, your bowels, and bladder, and then all your little bedrooms are your little separate limbs and everything. And when those wires are all chopped up and frayed and sparking all over the place and starting fires, signals are trying to go from that electric box up to your left arm and instead they shoot off and go down to your right big toe <laughs> and do something to it right. it's that kind of thing it's like your whole body is effed up and it just doesn't know where to send signals what signals to send uh, and it can pretty much make you feel anything you can go out and get stabbed by someone or you can have multiple sclerosis and your nerves can stab you. I can get the exact same feeling that a real stabbing or hit or a zapped, electrified needles, shards of glass, whatever. I guarantee I felt them both ways. They feel the same. <laughs> so yeah our our nervous central nervous system can do amazing things and you don't want to mess with it it can fuck you up if it wants uh but i totally lost her as going because my attic didn't get the right signals to it <laughs> but let's get back to this thing we're check reading about. See what they have to say. What, what was the spine lesions? That's what we're focusing on. Uh, and you can get your MRI. Your MRI get tells you shows you where your lesions are and get the contrast and. You got to do a closed MRI to get the best results with contrast. 
Then you can find out where where in the brain and spine that you're having the main lesions. And then if you can, if doctors would answer you, and I've asked over and over, could you just tell me exactly the spots? But then I got, I said, nowadays you can get all your medical information, all your results, scans, everything right through one linked medical conjunction website usually uh one i use is uh holy christ i use it all the time my brain is not getting signals to it today but it's uh my chart and i can't remember the other one i used when i had uh, my last neurologist or two neurologists to go he was on a whole different platform but they have those platforms just talk to your medical uh, your nurse will can set you up and get you with the office people and get you set up with it if they have it but it's awesome because i just go in i get my blood test results uh, all my test results all I'd say most of my test results, not all of them, before my doctors even get to see them. And uh, so I know the answers like three days before they call me to let me know what's up. And then that way, I if I have any questions, I can ask them then. But yeah, it's technology is awesome. If you can get take advantage of it, do it. Uh Demyelination, or the progressive stripping of myelin sheath in the central nervous system, is a staple of MS. Since myelin coats the the nerve fibers that travel through both the brain and the spinal cord, demyelination creates lesions in both areas. This means that if someone with MS has brain lesions, they're likely to have spinal lesions as well. I have them all over the place. Uh, spinal cord lesions are common in MS. They're yeah, they starting to throw around numbers. I don't like numbers and percentages. You ain't talked to me, so you obviously ain't talked to everybody. So, uh, Sometimes the number of spinal lesions identified on an MRI can provide the doctor with an idea of severity of MS. More like our gait test and all that show more of the severity than than any type of scan because I got friends that have tons of lesions and are still relapsing remitting and I got other friends that have a few larger lesions and they're primary progressive so I don't agree with that. I go by the physical testing to see where a person is and talking to the person and seeing how they feel. It's not known why some people with MS may have more lesions in the brain than their spinal cord or vice versa, which uh, obviously we just kind of talked about that. Neuromyelitis optica when spinal and brain lesions can suggest MS, the appearance of Spinal lesions can also indicate another disease called neuromyelitis optica, NMO. 
which has many overlapping symptoms with MS. Both NMO and MS are characterized by lesions and inflammation of the central nervous system. Uh, basically, MS is a common neurological disorder characterized by lesions in the central nervous system where myelin is stripped away and replaced with scar tissue. MRIs are used to determine if brain and spinal lesions are associated with MS. It's not entirely understood why more spinal lesions may form over brain lesions or vice versa. Vice versa. <laughs> it's important to keep in mind that not all spinal lesions are the result of MS. In, ca in some cases, they may indicate another disease called NMO. Uh, yeah, and a lot of people get diagnosed with MS through their eye issues. So that could would be a good thing to definitely have checked out both ways before you start doing things for one and you should be doing it for the other. Let's see. Okay. Some exercises. The best exercises for multiple sclerosis. I don't know about that. Let's see what they got. I knew they got some good ones that I definitely recommend, such as the cat cow, or just get on your hands and knees and all fours with your shoulders over your wrist and your knees under your hips. Inhale as you arch your back, lifting your tailbone, head, and chest. Exhale as you round your back, tucking your chin to your chest and drawing your belly button towards your spine. And just repeat it. Whatever. Whatever sets or reps that you feel good with, just listen to your body and don't overdo it. Because if your body starts stiffening or gets sore a little bit, and you push it that extra little bit, then you could be laid up for a week or a few days. Or you just get it to that point, and the next day you go again to that point where you start to feel things. And then you'll notice each each few days you're doing a little bit more than you were before. That's the way to do things. Do not over overexert your body. It's just dumb. Uh I keep popping back and forth because I'm downloading a new YouTube video. If you haven't checked out my Under the Cowl of MS YouTube channel, get on there, right? And uh, check out some of the videos. My I'm doing more personal MS stuff on there, whereas I'm doing more, more MS stuff that I learn from things that are sent to me or I've seen or found or but yeah, okay, what were you we talking about? Uh, they're going over the whole MS immune thing there. All right, bridge. This is a nice one you could do right in your bed in the morning as you're before you sit up and get going. Begin by lying on your back on the floor or mat with your knees bent and feet flat on the floor. And your arms down by your sides, squeeze your buttocks and raise your hips off the floor to form a bridge. Hold for a few breaths, then slowly lower back down and repeat. Do it as 
as your comfort allows. The pelvic tilt, nice one that you can do just sitting in a chair. Begin by sitting straight up in a chair with your arms down by your sides and relaxed. Look straight ahead with your head, shoulders and hips in one straight line. Take a deep breath in to fill your lungs fully, then slowly exhale and pull your stomach muscles in, slowly curving your pelvis under you and pushing your lower back into the back of the chair. You should form a C-curve position with your spine, but don't force it. Hold for three to five seconds, then slowly inhale to straighten your lower back and pelvis back into one straight line and repeat. Sorry, I had to take a drink of water. My mouth is really dry. Have water with you. Constantly take sips of water. Nice ice water is wonderful for your body. It'll, it'll thank you in the long run. It'll help keep the muscles happy too. Drink lots of it. Lots and lots of water. Don't be afraid of it. Our bodies consisted of mostly of it. So, become friends with the friends with the flowing clear liquids. All right, front arm, front arm raise. Also, a nice one for doing in a chair. Begin by sitting straight up in a chair, arms down by your sides and relaxed. Look straight ahead with your head, shoulders, and hips in one straight line. Extend your arms straight out in front of you to shoulder height, palms facing down, then lower back down to your sides and repeat. Nice, easy one to do. A lot of these for people that are in wheelchairs can use. The overhead arm raise. Begin by sitting straight up in a chair, arms down by your sides and relaxed. Look straight ahead with your head. Shoulders and hips in one straight line. Slowly raise your arms overhead. Biceps in line with your ears. Palms facing away from you. Keep your elbows and wrists straight and shoulders relaxed away from your ears. Lower your arms back down to your sides and repeat. These are good morning wake up the body exercises and stuff. Side arm raise. Begin by sitting up in a chair, arms down by your sides and relaxed. Look straight ahead with your head, shoulders, and hips in one straight line. Slowly raise your arms out to the sides to shoulder height, palms facing down, and lower your arms back down to your sides and repeat. And any of these you can add if you want some weights by having a can of soup in each hand or some other objects of equal weight that you have around your house or if you actually have little barbells you can do those nice little barbells don't overdo it again because our hands and wrists and stuff can get sensitive so you don't want to injure anything you can also add rubber bands if you know that you're doing a movement that's constantly in the same position You can set your rubber bands up so it kind of gives you that little bit of resistance. Those are all things to add on later on as you build up your strength. Wrist flexion. 
Begin by sitting straight up in a chair, arms down by your sides and relax. Look straight ahead with your head, shoulders, and hips in one straight line. I feel like I'm setting someone up to go for a ride on a roller coaster or something. Hold a rolling pin, umbrella, or one pound weight in each hand to start. Oh, here. <laughs> now they're talking about what I'm, I gotta just not talk, I guess. Place your forearms on a table in front of you, palms facing down. Lift the object by extending your wrist, pulling your hands towards you. Keep your forearms on the table, lower back down, and repeat. And you got forearm rotation. Again, begin by sitting straight up in a chair with your arms down by your sides and relaxed. Look straight ahead with your head, shoulders, hip, and hips in one straight line. Enjoy your ride. Hold the rolling pin, umbrella, or one pound weight to start vertically in one hand. Palm facing inward or forearm on a table in front of you. Keeping your forearm in contact with the table. Rotate your forearm outward, bringing the objects, object towards the table. Raise the object back up towards the center. And as far as possible, inward towards the table. Repeat, alternating sides and moving slowly to keep the object from flopping. Switch hands and repeat. And again, talk to your, be careful what you're doing. Don't overdo it and stuff. And you should also make sure your physicians know about everything you're doing and anything. So I'm not a doctor. I'm just going over things that I get sent to me. And I got to read it anyways. I might as well read it out loud and it can benefit you. Hey, that's wonderful. Where was I? Next exercise. Sit to stand. This you should do at least. <clears throat> at least every hour you should at least stand up and move around. I don't know what the clinical um, time is, but and you got to get some flow in your body if you're able to stand. But sit to stand. Again, begin. I don't know. Begin by sitting tall in a chair on the couch or on a bench look straight ahead straight ahead with your head shoulders and hips in one straight line place your hands on your knees and push down through your hands as you simultaneously push through your feet to stand up tall push your buttocks and hips back as you slowly sit down hands coming back on your knees and repeat side leg raise Begin by standing with your feet slightly apart, weight evenly distributed on both feet, lift your right leg out to the side, keeping your knees straight and toes pointing forward, hold, slowly lower, slowly lower back down and repeat, switch legs and repeat. Uh, I... <clears throat> Speech is going, so I'm going to have to work. Finish this up. We can get some other good MS exercises at another time. Let's see where we're at here. Yeah, I can maybe get one more thing. Uh, some things that affect sleep deprivation. What sleep deprivation can cause? Memory issues. Trouble with thinking and concentration. 
mood changes, accidents, being drowsy and stuff can cause problems, weakened immunity, high blood pressure, risk for diabetes, weight gain, low sex drive, risk of heart disease, poor balance. So yeah, it's sleep deprivation can definitely be bad. We all know we've been in those very tired zombie states. Uh, Some signs are excessive sleepiness, frequent yawning, irritability, daytime fatigue, which pretty much I have all the time with many of us MSers do. Stimulants like caffeine just aren't enough. Uh, Nighttime insomnia can be a thing that can come out of it if you're stuck in that rut. Your central nervous system needs sleep to keep it functioning properly, but chronic insomnia can disrupt how your body usually sends and processes information so that can increase problems if you're someone with multiple sclerosis and you're already got signals going all over the place and then you got that on top of it. It's it's not not a good mixture. Uh, Some other risks include impulsive behavior, anxiety, depression, paranoia, suicidal thoughts. You might end up experiencing micro sleep during the day where you'll fall asleep for a few to several seconds without realizing it. I do this a lot with having to get up with the freaking cat at weird hours and and stuff. Uh, While you sleep, your immune system produces protective infection-fighting substances like antibodies and seokines. It uses those those things to combat foreign invaders, such as bacteria and viruses. So you need that. And some of the cytokines help you sleep, giving your immune system more efficiency to defend your body against illness. Your respiratory system can be affected. You can have a nighttime breathing disorder called obstructive sleep apnea, OSA which can interrupt your sleep and lower your sleep quality. Your digestive system can affect things along with eating too much and not exercising. Sleep deprivation is another risk factor for becoming overweight and obese and sleep affects the levels of two hormones, leptin and ghrelin, which control feelings of hunger and fullness. Uh, cardiovascular system, your blood pressure could increase the risk of heart attack and stroke. The endocrine system, the pituitary gland releases growth hormone throughout each day, but adequate sleep and exercise also help the release of that hormone. Treatment for sleep deprivation 
is getting an adamant at least seven to nine hours of sleep each night. Uh, but it's easier said than done. <laughs> you can see a specialist, uh, sleep disorder. You can get a CPAP, talk to a doctor about that. Uh, most common types of sleep disorders are obstructive sleep apnea, narcolepsy, restless leg syndrome, insomnia, circadian rhythm disorders. So you can have a sleep dice done. done. Uh, my speech is blah, 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 blah. Uh, other ways you can get back on track with healthy sleep. Schedule is limiting daytime naps, avoiding or avoiding them completely, refraining from caffeine past noon or at least a few hours prior to bedtime, going to bed at the same time each night, waking up at the same time every morning, sticking to your bedtime schedule during weekends and holidays, spending an hour before bed doing relaxing activities such as reading meditating or taking a bath, avoiding heavy meals within a few hours before bedtime, refraining from using electronic devices right before bed, exercising regularly but not in the evening hours close to bedtime, reducing alcohol intake. Yeah. Hopefully something there helps if you need it. That's good enough for now. Oh, yeah. Take another sip here. We're going to call that a day. You be good to yourself. Kick you out of monster. Be good to everybody else. We'll get back to you again soon. Check out the YouTube page under the call of MS. Check out Crimson Call Comic Club under the call. And we will... don't think we have anything special going on in the next few days, but we'll get back to you again soon. Take care. Have a good one.